tuned in to She Seeks Pearls, a podcast to lead you into bettering your days through seeking pearls of living that we uncover together. I'm your host, Dorothy, and in this podcast, we discuss vital pieces of information learned that even in the chaos of life help us to enjoy our days more. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the She Seeks Pearls podcast. So I'm going to start this episode with a phrase that I'm sure we have all heard, and that phrase is, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day that we do. And I love that phrase, and I also kind of hate that phrase. It just depends on how you view it or how you let it impact you. So I love it because it challenges me and it gets a fire under my tushy, making me think, yeah, I can use my time wisely to really achieve and accomplish some things. But the reason why I also don't really like that phrase as much is because it doesn't allude to the background of how she achieved success. I mean, the other way that I understand that phrase is like considering the background of the situation that Beyonce did not get where she is today alone. Like she didn't 100% create her own tracks. She doesn't play every single instrument in her music. She doesn't edit her own music in her own studio and publish her own records and distribute her music worldwide by herself alone. She has a team of people to help her achieve what she does. And I'm not saying this to try to like take away anything from Beyonce or any other highly successful person, but it's a more like of an understanding of that phrase that in my opinion, if she didn't delegate things in her life and in her music career, she may not be the huge sensation that she is today. At some point when her career started to really take off, I'm sure she did less of her own cooking and cleaning and more of what only she could do, which is to sing and perform. Which brings me to my main point of this episode, which is about time management and how vital managing your time is. Time management is not just planning out what you need to do, and it's actually just doing that thing. You can use all the motivational quotes and alarms on your phone and reminders and workarounds and routines and rhythms as possible, but you aren't going to achieve unless you actually just do the dang thing. (laughs) So going back to my nursing school days, one of the number one things that they taught us is time management. And it was something that really had to come with experience, but they kept reminding us that, that time management is going to be one of your biggest tools in your tool belt, and that unfortunately it can just take some time and experience to really learn how to manage your time. Um, So from nursing school, I learned just how vital time management is. Um, And I see that now with about, what, six or seven years of nursing experience. Um, But I know this now to be true, that time management is extremely vital because when you have six patients and they are all sick and they all really need you, you need to do this wonderful thing called delegation. So when a patient has a procedure that requires frequent vital signs, I delegate that to my awesome nursing assistant so that I could give meds to the next patient on time. And that's just an example of saying when you only have so much time and you have so much that needs done, pick and choose what only you can do and what you can delegate to someone else to do, go give that task to somebody else or just drop it off your to-do list altogether. So um, I'm at a point in my life now where I have a husband, only one child, and one pet. So my workload feels pretty manageable at home from a day-to-day basis. Um, Only if I let housework fall behind do I really start to struggle to get stuff done. 
but some of my sisters or sister-in-laws who all have more than one child are at a place in their lives where they delegate a lot of their housework or other routine tasks to their mommy's helpers or their babysitters so that they can get to work on like their business or work on teaching their kids or whatever else only they can do. Likewise, for in my nursing career, if I don't delegate those other tasks to my designated assistants, and if I choose to go the whole shift doing stuff by myself, then my patients' medications or assessments would definitely be behind, and they would definitely get below adequate care because there's no way I could do it all and do it well. So nursing school taught me early in life just how vital time management is because there's a finite time to do something and that's your 8 or 12 hour shift however long you're working that day. You have to get it all done. Your patient care, your charting, everything. I've got to get it all done before the next shift comes versus when you're at home all day, it may be a little bit harder to see how little time you have available to get your stuff done because there is absolutely no clocking out time when you're home. So if you need to, you just work later into the day on your housework and things in order to get it all done. And that can be a slippery slope because once you start doing that, when is your limit? How long are you willing to go past your bedtime to get stuff done? And that's a personal choice, obviously. Not everyone has the finances or resources to hire help when they need or want to, and I get that. But let's just focus on the free version of time management and delegation. You decide how you're going to spend your time. Yes, the dishes still need done and the house still needs vacuumed and maybe you can't hire help to help you with all that. So instead, to help you manage your time for housework, maybe you eat on paper plates for a day or two so that you're not spending as much time doing dishes if certain days are so particularly insanely busy. That might be a good time to use your paper products only so that there's little to no cleanup involved, which is great. And maybe you drink your water only from your Yeti or your Stanley cup for a few days instead of making cup after cup dirty because you couldn't remember where you left your water glass last, so you filled up another cup before you knew it, you have five random glasses of water around the house that also add up to the dishes conundrum. These are just a few examples of how changing what you do each day can help you to manage your time. Alright, so I'm ranting a little bit now, so I'll bring it back. <laughs> I made a blog post last year about time management and making your week better. I also created a free worksheet to help you guys find out what areas it, you can improve in your week to make your week better and to manage your time better. So to prepare for that blog post, I asked a few of you what some of your biggest pain points are with managing your time in your week. And a lot of you said housework, like most of you said housework. In particular, cleaning is one of your biggest issues to get done. So I want to go over a few ideas to help lighten your load of household cleaning through time management. And hopefully these ideas can inspire you to think of ways to help you manage your time better when it comes to routinely cleaning your house. First, to help make the most of the time cleaning your house, think of what causes that routine mess. Is it something that is normal? Like for me, I have an eight-month-old, so examples that come to my mind include the mess of her high chair when she eats her scrambled eggs. It is everywhere. Uh, thankfully, I have a mini golden doodle who cleans up our floor so nicely. <laughs> 
but my daughter's tray and seat of her high chair still get so crusty and crumbly multiple times a day. So because of that, I absolutely have to make a habit of brushing off the crumbs. And again, I'm so thankful for my dog and that she cleans up our messes on the floor. Um, But I have to brush off the crumbs every time after she eats or else the crumbs are totally going to be cemented in that high chair and it's going to make it much more difficult for me to clean it later. Let alone that I'd have to quickly wipe it down before she gets in it next because I didn't want her to pick up day-old crusted meat and eating it. (laughs) So whatever your routine mess is, make it a habit of immediately cleaning it up so that the mess doesn't get worse because the longer that it sits there, it's going to make it harder for you to clean up later. So that's my first example to make the most of your time when cleaning your house is to clean up the mess before the mess becomes harder to clean and before it takes longer to clean. Another idea or example of managing your time with cleaning is to invest in better equipment that makes your household cleaning easier if not quicker to do. I know a lot of people who love their robot vacuums and just set it and forget it. Again, with my dog, she doesn't shed and she cleans a lot of things for me. I mean, sometimes she cleans or eats things that I don't want her to eat, Um, but she does and she generally keeps our floors pretty clean. So maybe saving up some cash to buy a Roomba vacuum would help to save you some time cleaning. So also, if you get a Roomba, it would also make you keep your stuff off the floors to keep that clean as well because you can't run that vacuum when there's stuff all over the floor. So that kind of incentivizes you to keep the stuff picked up and put away. A third example is to manage your time by having a room by room standard clean list. I might talk about this more in a future episode, but it's basically a list that I made and ran it by my husband, Jack, to set the standard for what I consider to be a clean room, depending on the room. So I can see on the list what our standard of clean is and focus on maintaining that so that by the end of the day, it's not a total disaster, which means that I have to spend some time here and there keeping up with it before it's a total unmanageable mess. That's part of managing your time cleaning too. If you let something in your house get so out of control, you, I mean, if you're anything like me, you may tend to procrastinate taking care of it because you can't even comprehend doing only part of it because you think you have to take care of it all at one time. And if you don't have the time to do all of that cleaning at once, you just never start. So my standard clean list helps me because it sets the tone of what clean is for me. And by the end of the day, my standard is that items are picked up and put away. The dishes are done, if not mostly done with a dishwasher running and the laundry is folded and put away. So to manage your time with this cleaning example, make a list of what is clean enough for you so that you can set aside time each day to get those things done on your list before the day is over, like scraping off food bits into the trash can so that the next morning when your dishwasher is clean, your next load of dishes aren't as hard to clean because you didn't leave them out all night with food scraps that got dried onto your plates. Also, that's another thing. I usually almost never leave crusty food and scraps on my dishes. I'm tired of spending so much time chipping away at stuff that got crusted onto my dishes. So as soon as I pour the scrambled eggs into my pan, I plop that dish into the sink and fill that bowl with water so that the raw egg doesn't turn into cement. And I brush out the flour from my mixing bowl and I fill that all the way to the top with water too so that it doesn't turn into a recipe for paper mache by the time that my dishwasher is available. 
So save yourself some time and effort by cleaning in the moment for those things that will only get worse with time. Another idea for time management is reducing idle time or distractions, specifically our screen time. My next podcast episode is all about phones and... Oh, really? Um, anyway, sorry. My next podcast episode is all about phones and our time spent on our phones. So I'll just briefly introduce this topic here as an example of time management. But seriously, we spend so much time on our phones that it makes doing something simple a lot harder because we've just been wasting away our time by scrolling on our phone. So manage your time better by reducing some of those mindless distractions from your phone by keeping your phone on your desk or someplace not in your pocket so that it makes it a bit harder for you to just grab your phone, sit down, and scroll social media. I mean, we intended to only pick up our phone to respond to that text, but then we got a notification from Facebook or whatever, and now we're suddenly watching videos and reading notifications to play Bubble Pop or whatever dumb game your Facebook friend invited you to play. So keep your phone somewhere that's not quite as easily accessible during times when you especially need to focus and get work done. Another way that you can help to manage your time is to, of course, save time by hiring out help to clean your house. If you already have a babysitter, offer to pay her more to do some housework while she's there. Or if you're someone who really enjoys doing your own housework, then when you get home from work, instead of relieving your babysitter right away, just ask if she can stay for another 30 minutes and entertain your kids while you crank out some housework. If you set a time limit to clean, you will be more focused and you will use that time better than when you think you have all day to get something done. My time limit is that before my daughter goes down for the night, I want to have my dishes done, my laundry folded and put away, and all the like stuff picked up and put away. So that way I'm not staying up late every night doing those things when I could be enjoying some time with Jack or preparing for the next day or doing whatever else I want to do before I go to bed. And the last idea I have to help you manage your time better each week is to do the thing that needs the most brain power during your most capable time of the day versus doing like the dumbest thing during your most focused time of the day. For example, don't respond to texts first thing in the morning if first thing in the morning is your best time to be energetic and clean the house or work out or meal prep or whatever high energy thing you need to do when you have that high energy. I'm best in the morning, so I don't typically pay bills or do some of the other <laughs> uh, or do some of the other more mindless tasks first thing in the morning. That's because following my energy levels with my associated tasks saves me time and of course energy. So if you're trying to do something that requires a lot of energy during a time when you don't have as much energy, you're going to take much longer to complete that thing. So for me, I'd rather run in the morning because afternoons and evenings, I just have less drive and less commitment to actually go out there and get a run in. And first thing in the morning, I have a hard time sitting still to read a book. So I save that for afternoons when my daughter's napping if I want to read. So to review, here are my top six things to help you manage your time better. So get out a pen and paper or the notes app on your phone so that you can make the most of this podcast episode and take home some ideas to really help you with your time management. All right, so ready? Here we go. Number one, be proactive. If putting off a task later only makes it longer to complete, 
just suck it up and do that thing right away. I use the example of cleaning my daughter's high chair. I suck it up and I clean the dang thing right away so that it isn't harder and more annoying to have to clean later. Number two, if getting better equipment makes it take less time and that would be worth the investment for you, then set aside the money for it. Or if using different materials, like eating off paper plates and plasticware, is worth it for you because it saves time doing dishes, then do that. Number three, make yourself a standard list of what stuff needs done. In the time, <laughs> really, girl. In uh, the time management example with housework, make yourself a list of what you consider to be clean enough and then divide your time so that by the end of the day, you can keep up with that clean standard you set for yourself and your home because you know what needs done and when. Number four, reduce your idle time or your time that is spent with distractions around the house, namely your phone, social media, or TV. Number five, hire some help. And number six, recognize what time of day works best for you to achieve certain tasks. If you have things on your to-do list that don't require a lot of brain power, try to do it during the time that you don't have to focus as much. And for those tasks that require more focus, do those things when you have less distractions and have higher mental energy levels. So you can have all the skills and focus and determination and all the other qualities needed to achieve what you're after, but time management is the last thing standing between you and your success, and it's vital for you to use your time well. It's up to you to make it happen. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in despite the occasional um, chiming in for my daughter. I mean, this is real life, so... You can head to my blog at SheSeeksPearls.com for access to my free downloadable worksheet on how to make your week better and lighten some of those burden points in your week. You can also head to the show notes for access to the download as well. Listen in for next week's episode on screen time, particularly your phone time, because I want to inspire you to be on your phone less. Thanks for joining me today and have a great week. Bye-bye.